0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the American Safeguard Insurance Studios. Your hosts, Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, your source for Arkansas high school sports. You are now Between the Mats. Welcome to Between the Mats. I am Matt McJunkins. Alongside me is the man, the myth, the legend, Matty Stats Wilcox. How you doing, Matt? What up? What up? How's it going today? Man, it's good. You look good in your First Security blue. Well, thank you. Thank you. Your teal. Yeah, my teal. Awesome. Hey, let me tell you, First Security, their marketing team is a machine. Because I want to tell you, everywhere you go in the state of Arkansas, you're seeing that name somewhere. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I, I mean, a lot of people could learn from how they market that company. They do a good job. So uh, we just finished week zero. Football's here. It's here, baby. We are. This is our review
1: podcast. Yeah. So we're uh, doing a little bit di- different this year. You know, last year we just put out one episode a week. Uh, Starting the season we were doing our previews and started breaking it up into two episodes a week and we really liked the flow of it and it made them a little bit shorter in length and a little bit easier to follow and so uh, we decided to do that going forward uh, throughout the season. So we'll do a look back and kind of look back on the games that we talked about last week and give you some scores and highlights and then in the next episode we'll talk about our upcoming game.
0: And even though we know that our audience, you know, would love to listen to us for two hours, (laughs) It might be a little easier on the listener to be able to break it up. Sure. And uh maybe be able to split it between a couple of drives.
1: Yeah. You know, something I mean, you know, Jason Smith he has a little he's a little bit technically challenged and he hadn't figured out the pause button or like you can no. stop in the middle of an episode and right. pick pick back up. But you know, he he's one of the few of our listeners that does
0: Well, you know, he's easily uh distracted. <laughs> This is true. Having said that, I do want to give a big shout out to Jason and Jeremy and Jeff Stanridge and the the American Safeguard Insurance Group who make this possible. Absolutely, couldn't do it without them. Yeah, and you talk about a great environment to work for. I've worked at a lot of places. I've disappointed a lot of people, <laughs> but they're the best I've ever got to disappoint.
1: Yeah, good dudes.
0: They really are. We appreciate them. So uh, we're going to start off this oh, week.
1: Boy. <laughs> You know how long I've been dreading
0: this? Dude, I've been looking forward to it I've been,
1: since. I've been dreading this since Saturday morning.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually add it all up until uh, yesterday.
1: I had a pretty good feeling.
0: Yeah, so what Matt is, uh, the melancholy you hear over there <laughs> on the other side comes from the Pick'Em contest from week one. The beat down. Yeah, you know, you it, was, it wasn't it was a slaughter. <laughs> but, you know, it turns out you're a C student, Matt. <laughs>
1: Well, I've known that my whole life.
0: Right. That's no <laughs> shocker, right? <laughs> right. So, uh, my notes. I start off with my notes. Junk Vegas wins. Maddie Stats went poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> so, we picked 25 games. And I was 20 for 25. So, I'm 80%. So, I'm barely a B <laughs> student. Uh, and Maddie Stats was
1: 18 for 25 for 72%. He only lost by two. I mean, it's but, close. But now, to to our defense, there were some tough games last week. To pick. There were. There were. I mean, we were we were uh, we picked. Well, how many games did we pick differently? Did you ever figure that up? Was it eight? Yeah, maybe eight yeah. or nine. Because so.
0: there were a couple, like Magnolia Harrison, that we both lost. Uh, but
1: you know. Because typically, I mean, very seldom do we have that many that we pick different. We're usually pretty close. Pretty on, close. Yeah.
0: Yep. And what's funny is is that we had quite a few points in our our point spread edition. You know, we always add that up to see for the end of the year. Right. And you were 11.96. I was 9.38. So, we scored quite a few points just because
1: on some of our losses, they were big losses. That's right. Yeah.
0: One of them might have been you picking Lincoln to beat Elkins. (laughs) You called me out on it last
1: week. (laughs) (laughs) And I told you I didn't look at it. (laughs) You weren't the
0: only one that picked that, by the way. Was I not? Another – Group picked uh, Lincoln by
1: one. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, so. it makes me feel even worse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're among good company.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's go over some standouts this week. Yeah. So you, you put this together. So I'll let you run through it.
0: Hey, hang on, though. I did forget something.
1: What's that? Oh, gosh.
0: After y'all see my pick from last week, we're going to talk about it a little bit. You're going to call me Crystal Ball. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I kiss excellence. And nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. You know. Don't talk about. Do you think you'll get tired of hearing that this oh, year? Oh, that's painful. That is so <laughs> painful. <laughs>
1: well, hey, it's a new week. Salt in the wound. That's right. That's <laughs>
0: right. All right. So standouts, uh, week zero. You want to uh, you want to alternate on these? Uh,
1: why don't you just run through them?
0: Okay. Yep. All right. So I've got here the first one in. Uh, one of the more impressive ones, probably, is a total performance. Uh, I love small town football, and this is the kind of thing from you, you see from a small town stud. Right over at Quitman, the Bulldogs' quarterback William Linton, thirteen for twenty for two hundred nineteen yards passing, three touchdowns, eight rushes for one hundred three yards, two touchdowns, and then
1: ten tackles. Kids <laughs> a stud, yeah. You know, looking at his stats last year, I think he ended up with like one hundred thirty tackles Golly. on the year. So. He's got to be tired. Oh, yeah. Without <laughs> a <of> doubt. <laughs> but, you
0: know, when we were in high school, it didn't think didn't no, feel that way. I
1: bet you he does not want to come off the field. Oh,
0: I bet he doesn't either. Yeah. Uh, down at Fordyce, Dakota Wimberley had 16 tackles Friday night. Great performance for a defensive guy. Uh, and then here's another oh, one. I'll tell you what, center points quarterback Josh Lawson. Uh, you talk about throwing darts. Have, guys t-
1: have a day, son. <laughs> oh,
0: 10 for 12, 333 yards and five touchdowns.
1: Pretty solid. You know, that
0: team right there is in good position.
1: So, half of his completions went for touchdowns.
0: That's right. That's exactly <laughs> right. Throw the ball ten times, score five of them. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of yards, too. Yes. Three and 33. Uh, Greenwood, Hunter Houston, uh, 26 for 36, 355 yards. Uh, just another Friday night for the Bulldog machines. I believe
1: this was his first first start at quarterback for Greenwood.
0: Yeah. And, you know, they got an eighth grader who is a D1. Yeah.
1: Like the number one rated quarterback in the country.
0: Right. Already the, getting D1 co- uh, offers as an eighth grader. Uh, Garden, boy, they, they shocked some people Friday night. They opened some eyes. Yes, they did. I believe they scored 60 points in their win. Uh, C.J. Diggerson, 17 carries, 226 yards and five tackles. Another small-town guy playing both sides of the ball. Van Buren, uh, they they had a big win Friday night. Uh, Chai Henry, four catches for 123 yards. And two touchdowns, but also two interceptions. Two That's and impressive. That, that is. Uh, Christian uh, Javion Dyer-Jones, 18 carries for 187 yards, four touchdowns, and their win over a 7A central.
1: It comes from good bloodline, that kid. Oh,
0: yeah. Harding <laughs> uh, Academy, another one throwing darts here, man. Kate Smith, 13 for 16. 215 yards and three touchdowns. Impressive. It was. You know, they, they –
1: his first start at quarterback as well, I believe, right? It is yeah. because
0: you had Caden Sop there. Yeah. And, and you look at uh, this team coming back from uh, such a, a historic run here in the last couple of years, a lot of a lot of questions on whether or not they're right. going to be as good and they can come out and handle a 4-8, yeah. 4-8 ball dump team. Um, Whitehall, another team that impressed, I thought, Friday night. Zaire Green, uh, he had nine carries for 116 yards and two touchdowns. Camden Fairview. Had a really good game against uh, Arkadelphia. Brandon Copeland, seven carries, 117 uh, yards and a touchdown. If I read this right, it was a little confusing how it was written, but I think it was 47 yards receiving. Okay. uh, And then two kickoff returns, 98 yards. Nice. Uh, Marion, Dylan Pieri, 40-yard field goal. Nice. With four seconds to go to beat win,
1: That's some pressure for a high school kid.
0: 40 yards, too. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. You know, hey, hey, man, we, we need you. <laughs> we need you here. It's 20-yard field goal. Yeah. But you stick this kid in a 40-yarder, ice in the veins. I guarantee you. Uh, Pottsville, Cooper Duvall, 11 carries, 115 yards, three touchdowns. That is over 10 a carry. Cedarville, uh, pretty impressive uh, performance there. This team might be better than a lot of people thought. Mm-hmm. Daryl. Kaddich, 21 mm-hmm. carries for 194 yards yeah. and a touchdown.
1: Oh, Going back real quick. Yes. Uh, so, Marion, we need to mention, uh, I can't remember the coach's name. He was the a D coordinator at Little Rock Christian last year. That was his coaching debut. So, for them to knock off Win, his first, first game as a head coach is pretty impressive.
0: You know, they knocked off Jonesboro last year, wasn't it?
1: I believe so. I believe it, in it was the John, in the playoffs. Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, Marion didn't have a great season last right. year and actually lost a game right before the playoffs that
1: just was kind of ugly. Just got drawn, Yeah. yeah.
0: Was, it, so, uh, was it Pine Bluff or something like
1: that that beat them really, really it bad? It might have been. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, so things are looking good in Marion. And then last, but certainly not least, is our Greenbrier Panthers. Cooper Wilcox went nine for 16, 154 yards, three touchdowns throwing, and then seven carries for 90 yards and two touchdowns. A great performance by Cooper in a big win over uh, BB. Yeah,
1: he gets it from his mama.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely the case. Uh, but uh, big game versus BB. You know, Jason Smith, one of the owners of ASI, is a school board member at BB, and so of course we we have a lot of fun when we play each other. And uh, but they they've done so much over there
1: for their facilities. Oh man, that place looks amazing.
0: At halftime, you know, doing the I do the broadcast, and at halftime I had their superintendent up. And uh, we we visited uh, just on on the air a little bit, and I just said, "Hey, just tell us what you guys have done over here." And they just really they're really pouring into those facilities and that program. We saw a much improved BB team, absolutely. And I think you're going to keep seeing that as yeah. long as as long as everybody in the community stays on board and they, right. they keep doing those things.
1: Well, I, and to tell you the truth, I mean that's that that those type of f- facilities are something to be proud of. I mean, absolutely. I, 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 I know your football program hasn't been where you want it to be the last few years, but. Those are the things that you have to do to get get over that hump and to get kids excited and want to come, you know, play football. Because Absolutely. it's tough when you're you're winning one or two ball games a year to to want to be involved and and excited about it. But when you do things like that and you invest and you, you I mean, that place is impressive.
0: Well, and it's easy to buy into something when when you feel comfortable in your setting. Sure, you know, I mean, you're excited, you know. Even if you're losing, if you, you're excited to go to the facilities. Yeah. And I think Southwest you're gonna see that with them. That's right. You know. Okay, so let's get get into uh
1: our top tens
0: yes, from sir. last week. Yes sir.
1: How do you wanna start? You wanna start? Uh, go it. ahead. Uh let's start with seven. Start with seven. All right, I'll take seven. So right. uh Bryant we have Bryant up there at number one last week, or at least Junk did. And I did. <laughs> another victory in the salt bowl for Bryant. Another domination in the salt bowl. You know, I honestly thought that game would be a little bit more competitive this year. I thought Bryant may be a little down. Of course, it's Bryant being down, is, <laughs> I mean, you have to take that with a grain of yeah. salt. But I thought Benton would be more competitive this year, and it turns out that they just weren't.
0: And it really makes it hard – Picking moving forward for Week One because you don't know how good Benton is. Sure, you know we look at that that backfield that's, that's dynamic. Yes, and they were just completely shut down. Mm-hmm.
1: They have to get the quarterback situation figured out. I mean, sure, you got the weapons around you. You just got to get some some consistent quarter play, quarterback play to to make those guys get those guys involved. Sure. So, then we go down to Bentonville. Um, Your number one. My number one. My number two. Yeah. They look good. Uh, beat a, a Liberty North team from Missouri that was, I believe, they were runner-up last year. It was a little bit scary, I think, for Bentonville because um, I think the game kind of went how the Cabot game went in the playoffs last year. They jumped out to a big lead, and then Liberty North comes storming back, and, and they kind of got a little nervous.
0: I heard them talking about that. Yeah.
1: But, you know, the, that last drive, I think they put, I think they ran the ball like 15 times in a row and ate <laughs> up like eight <laughs> yeah, minutes off the up. clock. So,
0: you remember when John L. Smith didn't do that against ULM?
1: <laughs> do I ever? <laughs> yes. All right. And then we jump down to Junk has Cabot at number three. Um, the big win last week for Cabot. You know, Cersei, we, we kind of thought Zach Clark would, would kind of get that program turned around and i think he will sure still. sure absolutely he's got some good pieces over there but man cabot kind of they kind of opened some eyes last week you know yeah. they've been ranked high and i think and of course you've got them up there at three um i'm still a little bit leery on them yeah. but uh good good ball team well
0: obviously they've got to replace a great quarterback who's playing in uca now but you know scott reed his third year there yeah so uh you know he's going to be successful
1: sure all right, then we jump down to junks number four, North Little Rock. Um, they didn't play last week, so uh, Coach Sandefur gets his co- head coaching debut this week. And so we're excited to see Coach Sandefur's great dude. Um, been there forever. Yeah. So uh, excited to see his tenure get started over there.
0: And I think they scrimmaged, didn't they?
1: I think so. Eldorado? Yeah.
0: And I think they played pretty well. Yeah.
1: Number five jumps got Fayetteville this uh, is Matty's three. It is they got him at three they man, I tell you what listening back to that game, it was a total different ball game when Manny Smith was in the game and he was out the second half. I think he went out early in the second quarter, oh really, yeah. Yeah. I think heat exhaustion, but he's he's all right, but I was looking at his stats, and while he was in the game, he had yeah. three carries for ninety six yards and two touchdowns, and like. Four catches for like sixty something yards. I mean, he's just a difference maker.
0: But what if you just key him?
1: Right. I mean, you yeah, you're gonna have to you have to do something without him. Yeah, obviously. But I tell you what, the biggest concern for Conway is, and we knew it going into the season. Defense. Defense. Yeah. I mean, they gave up over six hundred yards to Fayetteville. Golly. But Fayetteville, on the other hand, is I mean, they're dynamic offensively. They've
0: got man, they've got a roster that's impressive. They've got
1: some speed on that roster. So, very impressive performance from Fayetteville. Conway's a little bit of a question mark just because of their defense. Uh, offensively, they're going to be fine. I mean, yeah. they, they know how to score. They got
0: to go back to Bentonville this oh, week. Oh, man, what a rough start. <laughs> I know,
1: <it's- laughs> All right, and then we jump down to number seven, Bentonville West. They lost to a good Mansfield, Texas team. Um, they looked impressive. I think yeah. I think they had the ball game in hand. They were up 21-7 and yeah. uh, just couldn't hold it off. Just couldn't put it together at yep. the end. Harbor, Junk's got Harbor at number eight. Um, I've got them at nine. So, Harbor didn't play in week zero. Uh, they've got plenty of talent on this team, but they just got to get out and get it done. Yeah. Fort Smith north side, big win over their uh, crosstown rival Southside. they got a good team, but they're in a very tough conference. So, we'll see how they progress. Sure. And then Junk's got Catholic at number ten as well. Do I? I moved them down one. Uh, man, they took it on a chin. Against a really good Jones, man. They ran
0: into a a tough team over there. They did.
1: So that's our uh, that's our wrap up of seven A last week. And so, Junk, you'll take us through six. Yeah.
0: So the old Bulldogs at Greenwood, uh, you know they they returning state champions, uh, expected to be great again forever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They played Muskogee, Oklahoma, and man, did they roll them up sixty three to twenty one. you know like I, I in my notes this is where i had that they got a d1 eighth grader right so you know they just it's just a it's just a factory they it just is. keep producing it is uh number 2 lake hamilton i think they're the best backfield in the state you know they're running that wing t to perfection mm-hmm. and uh you know thought might be a decent game against lakeside friday night i really
1: did i th- i thought lakeside would at least score some points on yeah. it, but
0: i and i just think that they were just too much sure uh, number three, Jonesboro. No, no, uh, no real explanation needed there. You know, huge win, thirty-seven-seven over seven A Catholic. Uh, Benton dynamic backfield, but they really struggled. You know, as we mentioned before, when we're talking seven A, but I, I think they'll be a contender in six A still.
1: I actually moved Benton down to fifth, um, just because of that loss. You know. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll compete um, when it comes down to it. But uh, I was a little bit disappointed by their, yeah. by their performance.
0: I moved them down to seventh. Yeah. Um, uh, El Dorado – you know, I put in here that they lost a close game, uh, to or a close scrimmage, to seven a North Little Rock, but you know, there's not you just don't know what to know, sure. what you to think after after a scrimmage. That's right, especially a close one. Yeah, you don't know that <laughs> might have been third string beating <laughs> third string. Sure, uh, but they're going to be a great six a contender. Park View, you know, I don't think they did anything this week, but they're full of great athlete. They've got D one signees, Pine Bluff. I put in my notes here, young talent proven out. That's right. You know, we saw them last year. They were young, but at times showed greatness. Yes, and I think that's just showing improvement and maturity. That's right. As they as they had a big win over a good Watson Chapel team. Uh, Cersei took a tough loss to a really really good seven 8 Cabot team. But sure. you know that you can't really judge anything about them on that. You know, especially with Clark coming in as a new coach. That's right. And, and battling against the team so good. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with them. Sylvan still uh, not able to get a win. Um, they got new players on both sides of the ball, but what we've seen is that that is improving since they played us.
1: Yeah, and and it's going <clears> to <throat> improve every week.
0: And obviously they're improving on both sides That's of the ball. Right. So 10-point loss to uh, Momel, A who good, we expect to be
1: good. Yeah, and I, I think I read where they had five or six turnovers that game and, yeah. and only lost by 10, so – Right, you clean it up, and and they're going to be yeah. tough.
0: And that's what happened to them against us. Yeah, uh, they didn't have that many, but they had a couple. Sure. Uh, but you know that's going to turn around. That those are the things that that experience and just doing it uh, cleans up. That's right. And then finally, uh, I had I had Salem Springs. I think last week you had Camden Fairview. You probably had a better pick than I did. <laughs> uh, but uh, wait, no, that's your that's number. I'm sorry, you had Lono. I had lo- Lono. L- L- yeah, that was four A.
1: You're all messed up now. I'm all messed
0: up. Where did my 6A <laughs> go? I don't know.
1: I had West Memphis.
0: You had West Memphis. I okay. Did. Yeah. I found it now. So, you had West Memphis. Again, probably a good pick. Yeah. Uh, had a good game. We'll see. Uh, but definitely probably better than Salem. <laughs> uh, lost to Rogers, who I don't really expect to be great. Yeah. But they are 7A. Sure. But you give up 51 points. Yeah. That's so, uh, that that's going to wrap it up for our uh, – Six A. Won't you take us to five?
1: All right. So, P A P A P A. Oh. I mean, I mean, I, I, I don't even really know what to say. I, I, no hitch in the <laughs> step. Let me say it. I mean, we we asked the question last week. Was it coach or was it system? And I think we know now that it's both. And so. I think Coach Lucas, we've alluded to it, that he is the right guy for the job. Sure. Um, they've got a machine, they've got a system in place that's proven. So why change it? And that was obvious that he did not, and they just rolled Robinson.
0: So so now looking back a week ago, what does that say about Brian?
1: Yeah, that's right.
0: They beat them by what seven, I think, in seven. their scrimmage. Yeah.
1: So Yeah. I think PA's good. They are very good. <laughs> very impressive win. Um uh, beat um U J T R sixty to twenty seven. <laughs>
0: <laughs> U- J-T-R. uh man, Hyman,
1: special, special, yeah. So number two, Little Rock Christian, um, I took it to a seven A Little Rock Central team, beat them forty one to six. Very impressive defensively; only gave up ninety eight yards. So, Isn't that something? I mean, Christian's always going to have talent on the offensive side of the football, but for them to put up a performance like that defensively is is scary. Honestly, can, can Central be that? Bad? Well, no, they, they do have a new coach. Yeah? So, maybe there's a little bit of the system turnover and yeah. all that. So, it, it's yet to be seen. Yeah, sure. Number three, um, I got Wynn. Uh Not sure about this team yet. They lost on the last second field goal to Marion. I think Marion's much improved. I think Wynn had a few players out with COVID from my understanding. Is that right? My understanding their head coach was out too. Yeah. So
0: Well, you figure that in. Right. And then you figure they lost to a higher class. Sure what appears to be a pretty good team. Yeah, so, that's
1: right. Uh, I've got this week, I've got Greenbrier at number four. I moved him up from five. Um, I've got, you know, not not our greatest performance by any stretch, uh, but that's a little bit to be expected for first week. Um, offense looked dynamic at times. Three possessions we scored in under two minutes. So, I mean, we've just got so many weapons on the offensive side of the ball that we can score in so many different ways. Um, defense, got we got to find a way to get off the field. Yeah. For sure. You know, especially third and short situations. We just gotta we gotta have somebody step up and make a play.
0: Well, when when you score as fast as the offense scores, your defense has to get three and outs, because if they don't, they're they're going to they're be, be out there. They're gonna be tired. <laughs> That's yeah. Right.
1: All right, number five this week, I've got Harrison and I owe an apology <laughs> to the whole city. <laughs> That's right. Um, you know, we were looking at this Harrison team thinking that, you know, they lost uh, what they're only bringing back four starters on offense, we knew their defense would be pretty stout, yeah, but we thought Harrison might be gettable this year, and well,
0: especially with Keelan being gone, there were multiple games that they won last year only because of him very true
1: very true. i mean he was he was their leader, he was their guy, and he was their playmaker um <laughs> according to coach Wells, this is what's scary guy's a, a an amazing football coach, we all know that, but he was telling his a d that he feels better. He feels like they're better at every position this year, except for maybe quarterback. And, and he loves it, and he loves his quarterback. I was going
0: to say, obviously, the quarterback's okay. <laughs>
1: yeah, so defense is special for Harrison, and uh, they took it to a very good Magnolia team that I had at number two, which I dropped them to six, naturally. But uh, got on here, Harrison dominated them uh, defensively last week. But they put the ball on the ground ten times last week, which really shocked me because – now, they only lost two – Two fumbles out of the ten, they put it on the ground. But, yeah. you know, with, with two running backs and a quarterback coming back, you would think that would be a little bit sharper. Yeah, for sure. But no, don't hang your hat up on Magnolia yet. They'll they'll be back. And then I've got Valonia at seven. Uh, they kick off their season this week against Green County Tech. Um, we'll see what they've got. I look for them to really put up some numbers this year offensively. And then, they had
0: a close one last year.
1: They did. One on the last second field goal.
0: Yeah, but apparently they're pretty
1: good. Yeah. We'll find out a lot about them. Yep. Uh, Lakeside, man, they were just, I've got it in my notes, they were just overmatched against their crosstown rival, Lake Hamilton. Um, they only scored 14 points, and seven of those were was defensive. They scored defensively. So, <laughs> didn't didn't put up near the numbers no. I thought they would offensively. Maumel um, beat Sylvan Hills, like we alluded to, 31 uh, 21. They forced four turnovers. Uh, didn't allow a single point in the second half. They're obviously very talented. And then I, Camden Fairview, a very impressive win last week against a very good off Arkadelphia team.
0: Yeah, and and Arkadelphia, uh, you know, their big their big player. Is it chase Sean? Yeah, David, uh, Davis Davis. Uh he I think he missed the most, if not all, the second half of the cramps. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So uh, you know, that's not a huge loss for, for them, not not losing him, but a loss to Camden Fairview because you're up in classification. classification, It probably says a lot about Camden Fairview. That's right. So I didn't let them make, you know, I didn't let that make me change my feelings on Arkadelphia a whole lot. Sure. Uh, But especially losing their
1: stud player. That's right. All right. Take us into 4A, my man. All
0: right. So I had shallow Christian at number one, man. You know, they beat, beat a seven AP Ridge 55 to 13. Um, I said I mentioned in our pick'em that when I picked them by forty, I said, but I, they they'll pick beat them by however much they want to. <laughs> they beat them by forty-two. Yeah, um,
1: and I'm pretty sure it could have been could have th- been worse, as bad as they wanted it to be.
0: Yeah, it a special group, right there. Not just as, but they just got a. lot. It's a perfect storm. You got a great program, a great coaching staff, a great facility, the facilities, the fans, and then a really special football team. Yeah. So it's just kind of the perfect storm there.
1: I had four hundred yards of offense in the first half.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna to be tough to beat in any contest. That's right. Uh Stuttgart, great first win for them. Uh tons of talent and they're still young. Yeah. Uh they it's gonna be hard to beat Shallow, but uh they'll if they can't do it this year, they'll continue to work
1: sure. to be that sure. team. They did lose a uh one of their playmakers in Arlie Lee. I think he broke his forearm. Oh, he is a playmaker. Yeah, but I think they said that he'd be back in be October. Back.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I, I think they'll probably be all right until then. Yeah. Um, Joe T. Robinson, UJTR. <laughs> uh, they lost, <laughs> my notes up, but they lost to a scary good PA team. Very scary. Uh, I expect them to still be a 4A contender. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe expose them a little bit on, you know, that they are beatable sure. for sure. Yeah. Uh, Warren, they didn't play. You know, there's a lot of talent there, a lot of returners. They're going to be good. They're, they're another factory. Yeah, uh, Crossick, solid win over Osceola. Bless you. Sorry. First sneeze on the podcast ever. I think it is. <laughs> so, solid win over Osceola. That one there, we didn't know how to go. We both picked Crossick, but we both said, you know, only because of the classification difference. Yeah. And then Crossick being home. Prairie Grove, they're going to be tough uh, for any 4A team, I believe. Just born in the wrong conference. Yep, that's right. Uh, Arkadelphia. I put to a great Fairview team struggled with cramps the second half. I still expect them to uh, to to be competitive and 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 you know fight for a, a, a at least a deep run in the playoffs. Sure. I left them at seven. Actually, uh, at, at number eight, I had Malvern. I they didn't play, but I expect them to be a force in four A seven. Ozark good solid win over five A Clarksville. Yeah, you know. Uh, Nashville took one on the chin. I had them at ten last week. Man, took one on the chin to uh, a pra- pra- uh,
1: Pleasant Pleasant
0: Grove. Grove, Texas. I don't know why I grew up down there. Uh, Texarkana team there, private school in Texarkana. Uh, Texarkana does or Texas does not have a mercy rule. It was fifty-one-zero with three minutes left in the
1: third quarter. I would like to know and look back. I would venture to say that Nashville. <laughs> In the modern era, has never taken a whipping like that. I
0: bet they had now. They lost pretty bad to them last year, but okay. not like this. Yeah. Um, but Nashville only has like three or four back on each both sides of the ball. I see. So they're they're down this year. Yeah. So they are. I, I've actually moved uh, Lone Oak up to nine and Ash down to to ten in my rankings. I've been going through my last week's. I got you.
1: Got you. Okay. So what does that take us into three A? Yep. All right. So three uh, A. Prescott uh, looked every bit of an, a, an impressive as what we thought they were going to be, um, or better. <laughs> yeah, man, they're just loaded. Uh, played a a very respected and and good program in Newport and just mopped the floor with them. I mean, fifty six to six, that's uh that's pretty eye opening for the rest of the three uh, A classification for them to come out of the gate and look like that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Number two, Harding Academy. Um, just they just keep the train rolling. They did. I mean, they just don't know how to lose. That was a statement win. It was ball knob a, a classification up, beat them forty two to eight. Yeah, and so and
0: I don't. I think ball Noll's
1: supposed to be pretty good, right? Just an impressive performance by Harding. Boonville um, dominated Dardanelle last week, thirty two to zero. Only gave up ninety three yards on offense. So Golly. defensively, they're they're dynamic. Osceola they did take a tough loss to uh, you know foray cross it, but played them played them a really good ball game, 32-26 in that one.
0: Hey, let me mention real quick about uh, Booneville. Apparently, the flex bone is working at (laughs) Booneville.
1: Apparently so. It is in full order. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then uh, I had Newport at five last week. I dropped them down. But, uh, you know, I look for them to get back on track this week after that loss um, against Prescott. So, you know, Newport's a good program. They'll They'll bounce back. And then number six last week I had Charleston. They didn't play, but they start their season off this week against Dardanelle. Uh, McGee had it seven. They kick off this week against DeWitt, who, uh, who lost last week to Stuttgart. Number eight, Paris. Man, they looked impressive last week offensively against Lavaca in a 49-12 to win. Um, look for them for, to have another dominant performance this week against J.C. Westside. And then number nine had center point, which we didn't really know. We had a feeling center point was going to be pretty good, but they come out of the gate and look really good.
0: I didn't realize how good – uh, that quarterback was. Yeah,
1: that was an impressive performance. And then number 10, I uh, kept rising at 10, uh, even though they took a loss. It was a tough loss to a, a good Fordyce team, a 20 to 16 ball game.
0: That must have been a really good game. Yeah. So that brings us to the last one, right? Yes, sir. My 2A guys. <laughs> That's right. You know, my Mineral Springs team, they uh, they didn't play Friday night and uh, they, they're canceled this week. When I saw that, when you actually you told me that. Yeah. And I thought, well, I need to check on that. So I got with my mom. Mom said that the coaches and the team, several team players, all have been quarantined. Is that right? So they're they're fighting the COVID bug down there. Fortunately, it sounds like it's more quarantine than oh, well, that's good. actual illness. So, yeah. so they're out again. Uh, but uh, let's get to the top ten here in two A Desark. I picked them at number one. Matt's got uh, Ford. I still at number one. I do. Uh, both of those teams played a close one in the finals last year. I did. Uh, Deslark with a, a big win, uh, Friday night against Palestine, Wheatley, 52 to zero. Don't know much about Palestine, but, uh, anytime you beat anybody 52 to zero, you're good.
1: That's another, uh, school where the flex bone is in full order. It is. I had it a, is. Uh, close to 400 yards rushing in that game.
0: and that's something? <laughs> uh, Bigelow. I had them at number two. Um, I still do. Uh, Matt, Matt had them a little lower, uh, but they they had a big win over Bearden, forty-one to seven, Friday night.
1: Impressive win. Yeah.
0: You know they got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. They had a good defense last year. Apparently, it's still in order. Yeah, uh, but they're also scoring points. Uh, one thing I wanted to say about Desart too. You know, I I don't know that anybody I, or I, I have them kind of as the team to beat, mm-hmm. but I am excited about the Clarendon week. Yeah, I, I would. I know we can't be there because no. we've got a, we've got commitments, but I would love to. Sure. Uh, number three, had Junction City there. Tough loss. I mean, a, a 39-0 loss to a very strong, apparent, apparently very strong uh, Camden Harmony Grove team, mm-hmm. there, who is also a 3A team. But don't count Junction City out, No, no. Tough conference? Sure. Uh, but uh, apparently, I think I think that says a lot about Camden Harmony Grove, sure. too. Yeah,
1: I agree.
0: Uh, Fordyce, I, I've got them at four or I had them at four, uh, less than dominant win over a rising team that, that lost about 19 starters mm-hmm. from last year, but it's still a W yeah. against a 4A school. Sure. So I, I do think they're still definitely a top-10 team. You've got them. You kept them at number one, didn't I you? I did. Yep. Clarendon didn't play, but let me tell you, there's a lot of eyes on this Courtney McAdoo-led <laughs> football team. I can't wait to see them. I can't either. Uh, Derricks so had them at six. So they took a tough loss to Bismarck, uh, pretty – pretty dominant loss forty eight to seven. Uh they struggled to do anything.
1: Well, that's a little bit surprising to
0: me, wasn't it you? It was. You know, Derrick's just picked to win that conference. Right. Bismarck, I believe they're probably they're three eighteen, mm-hmm. but not one that really stands out as being a dominant True. force. It did surprise me. Uh McCroy, you know, that game against Hazen is is kind of a rivalry game. Uh, isn't, that, isn't that right? I think so. I think yeah. it is. And so, anytime you got a rivalry game, you, you can throw a lot out the window. Mm-hmm. But they were still able to win. When they only won by ten, but it's still a win. Yeah. Um. They should sweep that conference. I agree. Uh, Magnet Cove may maybe as impressive as anybody uh, from where they were last week. I had them at number eight. Moved them up to number five after uh, four uh, was it forty two to seven win over Murphsboro. Uh, they can make a lot of noise,
1: and we will uh, we'll find out how good Bismarck is this week. as, oh, yeah. as they take on MagnaCo. That's,
0: that's right. So. that's right. Yeah. Uh, Quitman, another one that I, just as easy could have said the same thing about great quarterback and a big line. Yes, that's two things that are scary to see when you're a two A absolutely t- opponent. Yes, uh, so expect them to continue to rise. I've got them all the way up to six. Nice. Uh, I would love to see them. Go sure, deep, absolutely. Uh, got a new facility. We're going to see that mm-hmm. this week. Uh, I, th- I believe they play home this week, and it's supposed to. I heard today it's supposed to be finished today. Awesome. Uh, we're supposed to play Pee Wee ball there Saturday. Nice. So I'm excited about that. Uh, then f- I had Foreman at ten. You know they had a tough shutout loss to Bell, Oklahoma. I think they will compete well in the two a seven. But uh, I moved Mount Ida up uh, this week. Moved them up to eight. Uh, And then I brought Junction City down to 10. Okay. But I kept them up there because I think that they're still probably a top 10 team.
1: Gotcha. Good deal. Well, that'll wrap us up for our look back on week zero. Bunch of good football out there last week. It was exciting to see uh, fans in the stands. It was, man. You know, last last year, and I'll just speak on this because I got to experience it, but, you know, last year Greenberg student section was kind of displaced down in the end zone. We had to socially distance, and they just – they didn't have the effect on the ball game and on the football team as as they normally did. Right, BB, they were they all got to sit together Friday night, and man, they they showed out. They were loud, they had fun. Our football kids enjoyed it. Like it was just a great high school atmosphere.
0: And it, it just it makes when when your fans, particularly your student section, is in the game, it just fuels everything.
1: Sure, I agree. So that gets us kicked off. We're all, we're in it full
0: tilt yeah. now, baby. And just in case anybody forgot, I did win this week, and Matt
1: lost. Yeah, let's not go there again. <laughs> but that'll wrap us up for our look back on week zero. We appreciate you tuning in, and be on the lookout for our preview for week one tomorrow. That's right. All right. Check it in.
0: You've been listening to Between the Mats, your year-round source for Arkansas high school sports with Matt McJunkins and Matt Wilcox, produced by Carl Spears, and special thanks to our sponsor American Safeguard Insurance. I'm JB Brazil. Be sure to join us next week for another episode of Between the Mats.